All right, time now for Focus on Faith, and it's with Dan Santucci, three-year starting offensive guard from 2004 to 2006. Comes from a big Catholic family, his dad born in Italy. He's the product of an all-Catholic education from grade school to college. Worked in development at Notre Dame for the last several years. He and, he and his wife Meredith have five kids. They attended Christ the King and St. Pius here in town, but they recently moved to Chicago as Dan became president of his alma mater, St. Patrick's High School, it is a great conversation about how about faith, family, and football, including memories of his days playing at Notre Dame and how, yes, getting yelled at by Charlie Weiss can help prepare you for life after football. Here's Focus on Faith with Dan Santucci. Dan, thanks for, for joining us. Uh, I just want to start off with your new role, uh, going back to your alma mater, leading, leaving development at Notre Dame, an opportunity to be president at St. Patrick's, uh, your high school there, the the oldest Catholic all-boys high school in Chicago. What's the transition been like, and how much are you enjoying uh, being back at your alma mater leading the way? Well, thank you, Angela, first for having me on. And um, No, obviously that's the obvious question here, and uh, super excited to be back at St. Patrick High School. I mean, I obviously love my time at Notre Dame, you know, graduating there in 2006 and, and playing football for the Irish and then uh, going back there after my you know short professional career and working in development the last 10 years, I built so many great relationships in South Bend and, and it's still home to me as well. But when this opportunity came to me to come back home to a place that I truly love and, and to a place that I credit much of my success, St. Patrick High School, it, it really lit a fire in me um, to come back here and work with these boys at the high school level and help them become young men and kind of bring our school back to the way I remember it. We have a great school, you know, but there's been some challenges, right? With enrollment these days and Catholic grade school feeders closing and all sorts of different elements, you know, other high schools opening up and whatnot. Um, the challenge to come here and kind of increase enrollment and, and bring our school back to, like I said, the, to how I knew it back when I was here um, really intrigued me. You have an all-Catholic education, grade school, high school, obviously there at St. Patrick's, and then certainly Notre Dame. How much does that help you in your role? Uh, you, you don't know it any other way. No, for sure. I mean, I, I obviously believe in Catholic education. I mean, credit my parents to that, right? They put four of us through Catholic education. Neither of my parents went to college. You know, blue-collar family, just very hard workers, um, and, and saw the uh, – were willing to make the sacrifice to put us through Catholic education. I think it paid off tremendously, and that's why – we are doing the same along with my brothers and sisters. You know, all of our kids go to Catholic grade schools and now I'm back working at a Catholic high school. I mean, I think now more than ever, given the craziness in our world, I, I think Catholic education is, is needed. Um, so I, I love being back. I love what we do. Um, I, I love what we preach here at St. Patrick High School, our, our LaSallian mission. Um, it's all very important to me and I want to you know, instill that in others. You know, how much does being a football player help you now as a leader? Some people take that for granted, but certainly when you play football, you become a leader. You learn a lot of tools. In what ways did playing at the at the highest levels at Notre Dame and, and in the NFL prepare you to be a president of a high school? You know, that's a great question. You're really, you hit a lot of points there. I mean, it does prepare you to be a leader because you go through some very tough circumstances, right, from from the grind out there during two a days in the heat and um, you know, different difficult conversations you have with your coach. Like I'll never forget when I had a bad game and, and coach Weiss ripped me, you know, in, in his office. Um, and I'm being honest, like 
that prepared me where there really isn't a tough conversation anymore. I mean, there are tough conversations, but nothing will ever be that, you know, nothing will ever be the same as that conversation, the way I took that. So again, I think it prepares you for adversity. It prepares you to have a difficult conversation when needed. And then it allows me to use my experience when I talk to these boys and say, Hey, I've been through it. I've been through the good. I've been through the bad and you got to persevere. And here's kind of how I did it. And maybe these tools will help you. So it definitely prepared me for this role and just for life in general. Can you believe it's been 15 years since your uh, Notre Dame playing days now? Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. It really goes fast. And it it kind of all came full circle back in South Bend when my, you know, we have five kids, Meredith and myself, and my oldest now will be 13 here the next month. And I'll never forget the day I took him to his first game at Notre Dame and I'm standing up in the, you know, we're in that, we're up in the bowl and I'm just sitting there going, wow. Like it really brought a tear to my eye. I remember running out, out there on the, you know, out of the tunnel, like it was yesterday. And now I'm standing with my son watching the Irish. So yeah, time flies, but Angela, I can tell you, I, I still remember a lot of the plays like it was yesterday. I could go through many of the games in my head, which is pretty, which is pretty uh, crazy or wild, but um, yeah, I'll never forget those days. All right. Well then might as well go through some of those. What, what are those, what are the, you know, couple a few plays that immediately stand out when you think about, you know, the heyday uh, of your playing days in 05 and 06. Yeah. You know, the Georgia tech game, when we went on the road against Kelvin Johnson and it was a tough game, we actually thought we'd, you know, we thought we'd win pretty easily. Obviously no game is easy, but we thought we'd, we'd take them and they had a great game plan. And I'll never forget, uh, you know, we did a quarterback draw and, and John Sullivan and myself double teamed the guy, you know, right into the end zone, Brady Quinn scored. It was, that was a great play. You know, obviously 2005 USC, I mean, although I don't like to watch that game because we, we ended up losing, um, it was the greatest game I ever played in. I mean, from the atmosphere to the way the game went, you know, we thought we won at the end, you know, and then they, they came back and, and scored, but the whole bush push thing, but had some, some great plays in that game. And then the bowl games, you know, again, we lost both, but playing against those great players at Ohio State and LSU and, and you know, holding my own out there. Um, but you know what? It's all about the team. You know, I, I just always remember being with the guys and that's what I miss the most. There's nothing, there's nothing in life that will ever, you know, duplicate that experience. You know, I mean, it, it's so hard to tell others that unless you've been there, but it, it was truly a special opportunity and, and one I'll cherish forever. Dan Santucci, former Notre Dame offensive line, lineman, multi-year starter, graduated from Notre Dame in 2006. Joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays, our Focus on Faith interview. Dan, you know, you mentioned your parents neither graduated from uh, from college and, and your dad born in Italy, a big Catholic family you had there. Take us through kind of your Catholic journey, uh, your faith journey growing up and how important that was in, in your household. Yeah, it was super important. I mean, both of my parents are very strong in their faith. And, you know, we were one of those families where on Sunday when you didn't want to go to church, you better get up and go to church or else you're not leaving the house, you know. And and again, um, whether that's that philosophy is right or wrong, it really it really showed us the importance of church. Right. And going to mass on a weekly basis. And that's something that we do with, you know, Meredith and I do with my family. And you, you don't miss church. You know, it's important. And I think you got to instill that in your kids at an early age. And and also now at the high school level, you know, we go to mass here once a month. And I think it's so important because for some of our boys, that's the only time they go, you know, they go to mass, you know, um, and, and that's important to me. So, yeah, our, our faith, like I said, my parents lived it daily. Uh, they still are, you know, attend mass on a weekly basis. And, uh, 
sometimes a daily basis, but it's more importantly, the way they live their life. They're very humble and, and selfless. And I, I try to do my best to follow in their footsteps because they were, they were great role models for me. You have five kids now. You parishioners at both Christ the King and St. Pius. What was that experience like? And, and what was it like giving your kids that, that Catholic education as well here before you guys obviously moved back to Chicago most recently? Yeah, it was a great experience. We, we, we love both parishes. You know, um, we had great experience at Christ the King, but when we moved out to Granger, you know, and St. Pius was a block away, we just figured, Hey, let's just move with, like you said, with five kids, it's hard enough to get them all dressed and ready in the morning. So it was, it was only a convenience factor why we ever, uh, you know, switch parishes, but you know, it, it's a great community, right? We, we, we were embraced by everyone there on both sides and, uh, but it was super important. Like I said, right there, laid the groundwork for our kids um, to, to go to church and the importance of a Catholic school. So, yeah, I value and value both of those, uh, both parishes. Tell us about the love story of Dan and Meredith uh, and, and how that came to be. I know she was a cheerleader for, for Notre Dame while you're playing football. How uh, how did that all came to be? And uh, you guys got married. Didn't seem like too long after after you guys graduated. No, yeah, exactly. No, I was uh, blessed to meet Meredith. Um, you know, I, I love her to death. And uh, yeah, she was a senior when I was a sophomore. I, I you know, we kind of knew each other through mutual friends. I, I didn't even know she was a cheerleader. I approached her passing in the in the on campus, basically. And um, we, we got together, went out for dinner and kind of the rest is history. But she's the, the rock of our household. You know, she's raised these five kids. Um, you know, we have a great balance, but she's had the toughest role in being home with those, with those kids every day, but it's, we, we've made the sacrifices to keep her home. Cause I, I think that's important. You know, that was, that was what was done with my parents. And I, I saw the value in that. And she's been a great, great mom for us and, and a great wife. And, uh, but truly blessed to be both And Notre Dame will always be a special place for us because that's where we met. Um, we love it there. We, we just went back for the USC game, just the two of us. You know, uh, one of my benefactors treated us to tickets and we sat with him and his wife and his daughter and a, a phenomenal experience. You know, we're going to try to bring the kids, you know, do one game a year. But it was even it was special just the two of us going back and allowing us to kind of reminisce and take it all in. So, um, but yeah, that's where that's where we met. And uh, the rest is history. You know, you said you didn't know she was a cheerleader. Are you that locked in? Uh, do, were you that locked <laughs> in during games that you're not paying attention to anything around you? Yeah, I, I was I was worried about getting on the field at the time. You know, I was, you know, and I always tell everyone, Andrew, it's pretty funny. But I said, yeah, I go, you know, Meredith, she definitely loved me for me because I was a fat old lineman, three ten, and I was I was riding the bench at the time we met. So it wasn't like a starter, you know, this good looking guy. I was uh, I was a big guy sitting on the bench, and um, but yeah, at the time I did not know that. But it was it was great. I'll I'll never forget the funny quick story. My parents go out to Boston College. You know, we're playing out there and they know I'm dating Meredith and they, my mom made a point to go find her and she's yelling down there like while she's cheering, you know, that's her, that's her to my dad and embarrassed the heck out of her. But ah. uh, it's pretty, pretty wild. But yeah, no, it's, um, it's all good. It's all, all good now. That's hilarious. Dan Santucci, former Notre Dame offensive lineman, now the president of St. Patrick's Catholic High School in Chicago, joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. You know, you mentioned the weight loss. What are you down to now? You know, you're, what'd you say, 310? And obviously you're not close to that anymore. Take us through no, uh, where you're at right now. Yeah, you know, I, I, I always knew when I was done playing, I'd lose the weight easy because, easily because it, it was so hard to put on. 
Um, but yeah, I, I got all the way down to about 195, but wow. that, that was a little, that was a little too light for me. Andrew. honestly, I didn't, I didn't really feel great at that weight. So I'm about between 210 and 215 is kind of where I sit. And I, you know, I still love working out. It's been a part of my life since I was a freshman in high school and try to do that on a daily basis. You know, the schedules change where now I, instead of working out at 6:30 in the morning, I go at about four or 4 AM and get that in before the kids get up. That way I'm not taking away from their time. Um, so yeah, but what working out in nutrition is kind of where I channeled all that competitive side from football after I was done playing, just trying to live a healthy lifestyle to, to be able to be there for my kids and my wife. You mentioned being back for the USC game and certainly the offensive line for this year's squad has gotten a lot of criticism, but they seem to have had a growth. What have you seen from them and how proud are you as a former offensive lineman to see the, the way they've grown throughout this year? Yeah, no, I'm super proud of the O-line. I mean, honestly, I, I know it started off a little rough, but you know, a lot of new faces on that line. It takes a little time to build that chemistry. And believe me, it's not an easy position. And it's a position where you really only get criticized when you're not playing well, you know, and, and it's very easy to see. I mean, you could block, you could block the guy in front of you the whole game and do a great job. And if you give up one sack, that's all anybody remembers, you know? So out of 75 plays, you could have 73 or 74 really good plays. And if you give up that one sack, it looks like you have a, you know, it looks like you have a, you had a bad game. So Again, I'm proud of them that they're really coming around. It's going to pay dividends here now that they're they're playing together. They're young. Um, they're getting a ton of experience, and I hope they finish strong. But but very proud of the O line. Finally, uh, I always like to ask this question to to former players and alums: when when you are back on campus, what are the must I must go to places on campus for for you? Yeah, I mean, like you said, being a man of faith, I, I definitely love going by the grotto. Um, it's just a special place, um, even if it's just to stop by for a second and say a prayer. Um, obviously, the stadium, you know, going back there is it means a lot. And it, but you know what? It's been it's been great to now that I'm not working. You know, this time going back to go out and visit some friends and and people in the you know tailgating. It was it was a lot of fun. You know, but but definitely, like I said the, the grotto and just in the whole campus. I mean, just walking down Notre Dame Avenue. Um, you know, it puts it all in perspective. You know, I, I just what a special place Notre Dame is seeing that golden dome um, on a beautiful fall day. It, um, I, don't, I don't know much of a better place you could be. So uh, it, it's always great to get back. We'll always make it a priority. We're not far away, um, but it's also great being back in Chicago with family my brothers, my sisters, my parents, um, and, and, and trying to, to do great things here at St. Patrick High School. Dan, thank you very much. We appreciate you taking the time to share your story with us. Thank you, Angelo, for having me on. I wish you all the best. Dan Santucci, former Irish offensive lineman, three-year starter from 2004-2006. I love that story about his wife on the sidelines as a cheerleader, and all of a sudden Dan's parents yelling, that's her, that's the girl dating. <laughs> I can only imagine what that situation what Meredith felt like in that moment. So uh, you, you've got to know Dan a little bit over the yeah, years. Yeah, more just in the uh, our adult life, I guess, but he – grew up or he moved when he was at Christ the King Parish he lived in my brother Ben's neighborhood so we got to know him there and then um, when we were both at St. Pius having big families we'd be at the back of church walking little ones <laughs> every once in a while running into each other but great guy super down to earth um, and then I, I did talk with him when he was getting ready to go up for the uh, St. Patrick's job change and just how kind of exciting and how 
you know, God works in mysterious ways. Like he wasn't thinking about doing that, but every once in a while you'll get a tap and a, and a nudge to do something different. Yeah, and uh, it sounds like things are going well so far for him, and we wish Dan the best of luck up there at his alma mater, St. Patrick's High School in Chicago. Up next, it's our game day sprint to kick off as we preview Notre Dame versus Virginia. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays is back right after this. Hi, this is Angel DiCarlo. By now, I'm sure you've heard the commercials about Elevate 150 from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. My wife and I took part in the free financial checkup and got Redeemer Radio $150, so pretty awesome there. But we also got a lot more. Notre Dame FCU helped us out with a bunch of items that we have been pushing off for a while. Now we're in a much better position financially thanks to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Now it's your chance for better financial health. Sign up for a free checkup at NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. 